0: My data that I've run, a good trained team member is worth five to $10,000. So if I lose a fully trained team member because I'm a doofus or I don't listen to them, it is a very expensive mistake. Welcome to episode 10 of the DME Coach Podcast, where we equip you to win on this side of the DME apocalypse. It seems like all hell has broken loose. We've already been getting nailed left and right for years with increased regulation, audits, decrease in reimbursement. Now you throw in the coronavirus. Hey, everything is going to be just fine. But you've got to keep your head facing forward. You have to have at least... One eye on the rear view mirror, but we're going to be pointed forward so we keep winning as we move forward. Today on the DME Coach Podcast, we are going to get into, is your home healthcare store out of tune? If you are out of tune in your store, this is like listening to your favorite song with a few bad notes. It just ruins it. Whereas if you listen to your favorite song and everything is right, the mood is right, you have that right beer in your hand, you're with the best person you want to hang out with, there's nothing better than listening to music when everything is in tune. So we're going to get into, is your store in tune? And what does that look like? Because if not, you're going to get nailed. And I don't want to see your store have that happen to it. Every week... We start with the high and low point. I I do this, I do this because that's life. You win some, you lose some. We want to take five steps forward, two steps back, but there will always be some backward steps. And I'll start with my low point for the week. I was very very excited next week to go down to New Orleans. One of my favorite conferences I go to is the Bright Tree Summit. It's, it, it's different than your med trades and your international seating symposiums and your heartlands and that if you're a Bright Tree customer, you really get into your own data and I've used it frequently to optimize the way our con- company works. In the discussions there, I've noticed even with fellow managers, team leads, CEOs, COOs, billing leads... I have some just some amazing side discussions, so I'm thoroughly bummed. I found out uh, yesterday it was canceled good news I was able to get my money back on my plane tickets and hotel rooms but still really really bummed about that I've been to it I think two or three times in the past maybe three times and uh, we have been able to really fine-tune our reporting tools in Bright Tree but I was I was looking forward to doing a little bit more because the reports and projections you do with your business are only as good as the data you have and the environment we are in is so doggone hard you don't need one more thing such as bad data coming in and out but if any of you are on bright tree and want some tools and tricks of the trade um, reach out to me and we have done some fascinating things with how we report in our software where we, I just found out this last week, our critical error rate, those are those errors that cause your claims to blow up in a bad way, i.e. get denied on the first go round. We are trending below 3% as a team. And a lot of that's just from how we've optimized our software. So I'd be more than happy to let you know how we have done that. So you guys can do the same thing at your store. So that's a low light of main week. I don't get to go to New Orleans. But the nice thing is, is I have three extra days um, to open up and get kind of caught up on some things. The highlight of my week was we set a record for most expensive wheelchair we've ever dispensed and been reimbursed for. It was just super. And it was a fun case as well, too. We, we've we been working with the Make-A-Wish Foundation and just I, I have someone who lives in a rural area we were able to pool our resources together and get this customer an amazing wheelchair you've seen sometimes on youtube or facebook or instagram those those chairs that just kind of go anywhere well we were able to get this for this person and this chair is awesome it's one of those things uh, um we were able to give the Make-A-Wish Foundation a huge discount. But likewise, I'm not dealing with insurance. So this is one of those things people always think insurance, insurance, insurance. There are so many different supplemental resources we have at our disposal. It's not just Medicare. It's not just third-party payers, you have your Medicaid's, you have your vocational rehab places, you have your Make-A-Wish foundation places. There are so many other options that we have at our disposal. And one of the things that I pride ourselves in is we work with our customers, we work with our providers, we work with, it's one of those things, it doesn't matter how you get across the finish line, there are a lot of ways to get there, whether it be a train, a plane, or an autom- automobile. Automobile. So that was the highlight of my week. Um, it was just kind of a win-win-win on that front. Now for our focus this week, we need to make sure we are in tune in how we lead our store, our team members, as we talk to our customers. A few months ago, I was sitting in a meeting and I was not leading the meeting. It's it's a board that I sit on. And someone who attended the meeting looks over to me and says, Eric, are you always this cocky? What What is it that you're thinking that you are not telling me? And he was really mad. He, there, there was something on the board that he did not like. Um, and I was just in the meeting kind of as support for our lead. But he did not like my body language. He did not like the way I was scowling. but here I thought I was just kind of hanging off in the background and he looked at me and said why are you so cocky? And I was like for uh, first that's one of those kind of double negative questions there's no way to answer that and when cuz um, cuz <clears throat> the damage has already been done um My 16-year-old daughter does this all the time. If you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. They might give you the answer that you want, but their body language says it all from their scalp to their tone of voice to how they look at you. And one of the things that I've learned over the years, and unfortunately, I have lost lots and lots of great customers and lots and lots of great team members because I have not led in the way that they have needed to be led. So he, I'm going to throw a word out at you. The word is attunement. Now you might say, well, what in the world is attunement? Well, attunement is tuning your communication style, tuning your store so that your customers and team members understand your mission and vision. With a musical instrument, it makes complete sense. So think of in terms of your favorite song and you hear let's let's say you hear a kid or someone sing your song out of tune it just sounds horrible it's they almost ruin the song well why is that well they're singing it out of tune we know in a great song and a great musician can tune their instrument so it is in the right frequency that is pleasing to our ear and when something is in tune we absolutely love it now in my earlier days if you're familiar with the disc profile, which is you're either dominant, influential, steady, or compliant, to use that. I am a high D. I'm like get her done. Hey, we have a task list. We're gonna knock this thing off one by one by one and get it done. If you ain't helping, get out of the way so I can complete the task. It's a very very effective way of leadership, but on the downside, there's a lot of carnage in your rearview mirror. Also downside, there's only about 10% of us in the population. Um, so 90% are not getting what we're saying. They might understand us. What we need to do is you have a team and customers who all have different personalities. And what we need to do is we need to be attuned with them and hence the word attunement. So what does this look like? Well, let's start with team members first with our team members. We need to be attuned with them and we just don't want robots robots are very very effective they get the job done amazon's using them we have one at our pharmacy but robots can't think outside of the box robots aren't going to tell you for that unexpected thing that's going to happen later down the road Uh, the trendy word is artificial intelligence yeah there's a lot of things we can use computers for i have a ton of computer devices i love technology But if we are out of tune, and this comes by doing life, studying people, understanding their background, we can do a better job of having a very diverse workplace as well as customer base. Now, I love to get things done. In the past, I have said, just don't give me the small details. Just give me the to-do list. Let me knock it out. If we have a problem, let's brainstorm and get it done. Well, I've been married over 20 years. And it didn't take much longer than, oh, let's say a few weeks before I realized, hey, when I told my wife, I love you on our wedding day, it wasn't a one-time thing. I can't tell her, oh, hey, you know what? I love you. And if that ever changes, I'll let you know so I don't have to tell you I love you again. Well, you're like, dummy. You, I not only have to verbalize it, I have to show it to her. I have to speak to her love languages. I have to... and. Relationships, it's very, very easy to understand how to and how not to attune because it either works or it doesn't work. If you go through relationships left and right, you're horrible at attuning. Likewise, though, if you are going through team members on your team left and right, you're doing a bad job of attuning. If you keep hiring the wrong team members, you're doing a horrible job of attuning in your interview process. Likewise, if you have lots of customers that are not happy with your product, you need to figure out, well, what could we have said differently? One of my favorite quotes of all time is, the biggest source of frustration in the United States today is unmet expectations. If you ever look at why team members or customers get mad at you in your home healthcare business, it's typically an expectation that they thought existed was not met at the core of this is attunement so where do we go in tuning, in 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 understanding the attuning level with customers and team members so listening is hard, or at least for me, it's hard. It does not come natural, but it's both emotional and cognitive. Now, cognitive is where we want to go. Hey, 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 I need a wheelchair. Here's a prescription. You look at it. Do I have the chart notes to justify it? Do we have the wheelchair in stock? Uh, What's the reimbursement on this particular insurance? It's very black and white. A plus B equals C. It's pretty easy to get it done. There's also an emotional component to everything the number of wheelchair patients that come into my store they're dealing with severe emotional loss, maybe not immediate, but one of their patient, one of their spouses or parents is potentially going on hospice. So it's not just a straight cognitive transaction that we're dealing with. We need to attune with our customers. Now, I'm not saying turn your medical supply into a counseling practice. I am not saying that. It's one of the things that I instruct all of my communications team members to do is Our goal is to get on and off the phone with every customer in four minutes. Then I say, if you have a counseling patient, six minutes, we all know who those are. They call on the phone. They're a little emotional, but you also can't talk to those same people for 30 minutes because in our store, we have thousands of phone calls. So how do you bring them through the process of attuning directly with your customer? So, Here's a way of attuning with customers first. Look at the nonverbal language. What is their eye contact like? What is their sense of frustration when they're dealing with your uh, customer service team members or even over the phone? You can hear it in the tone of their voice. Be looking at the nonverbal cues. Now, it's one thing to notice that. It's another thing to bring it up. What I've been able to do with our customers and teaching some of our team members there's nothing wrong with, Hey, I, I notice you seem frustrated. Did I communicate this well or not? If you can bring up very tactfully, some of the nonverbal cues that the customer gives you, they'll go into deeper detail on how you can help meet their needs. We might have a wheelchair patient come into our store and they look very, very frustrated. Everything that we give them is correct. And I might say, Hey, um, excuse me, but you seem really frustrated with the process. And everything I've is—is is there something? Why do you seem frustrated with what I've explained to you? How the wheelchair and prior authorization process works. Well, then they might share. Well, you know what? I—I'm I, frustrated, and I'm worried about bringing my. Uh, parent home from the hospital and you said this process might take anywhere between 3 and 14 days. Well, my my father's being discharged from the hospital in three days. Well, what if it doesn't happen by then? I'm really, really worried well what we can then do is one you've listened to your customer which helps so say i see that you're worried unfortunately i can't dispense this wheelchair without the proper chart notes because we can't always get paid but what i can do is there's this thing um, i'd be more than happy to give you a good cash price on renting this wheelchair and i do have to have you sign the abn which is the advanced beneficiary notice sign that hey we your insurance is not going to pay for it and then what we have done is just twofold by attuning to our customers. Number one, you heard them. They brought up their worry or need with you. Number two, we just helped our our company get an extra cash sale. Now, there are certain rules you can and cannot do with insurance companies. Uh, you know what those look like, but we need to attune to our customers. And there are a number of ways of doing this. Uh, One of the best books I've ever heard about this is the book, QBQ, Question Behind the Question. And so I'll put that book link to Amazon in my show notes. Take a quick read of that book. If you want to understand how can you ask good questions that are behind the question so we can better attune with our customers. Now, it's one thing to attune to our customers. It's even more important to attune with our team members. Now, it's one thing, if we if we lose a customer, my data that I've run, a good trained team member is worth five to $10,000. So if I lose a fully trained team member because I'm a doofus or I don't listen to them, it is a very expensive mistake. If I lose a higher end team member, like a team lead or an executive team lead, it's even worse because not only... Does it sometimes take me six months to two years to train that team member? If I lose them, we are in deeper trouble. So how do we attune to our team members? Well, be looking at the body language as you lead meetings. Be looking at their body language as you talk to them. So you might say, hey, hey, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing fine, but they're looking downcast. No, 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 really. How are you doing today? You seem distracted. Well, I am distracted because um, my daughter is sick, and I'm trying to figure out how to do all these small things. And um, I'm just really worried about getting from point A to point B. What if the coronavirus cancels my child's school, and I don't know where what we will do childcare wise? Now, one of the things I love to just reinforce our team members: Hey, we are a family-centric company, and we are pro-mom and pro-family. But what that also means is how in the world do you run a retail store and say, hey, you are pro-family doing that? Now, there's a you can't give everyone unlimited time off, but what we can do is we can get pretty doggone creative. Well, one thing we have to do first is understand where are our team members coming from family-wise. And you can only do this by talking with them. Now, you can't spend all day You know, hours upon hours. We are not a counseling practice. There's trained counselors that are good for that. But what we can do is we can talk to our team members and support them. We can establish good, healthy KPIs and KRAs. So if their performance does drop off, we have the language to talk to them about it. I've had a number of my team members, unfortunately, get divorced over the years. Not a lot, but I've had a few. And if I were to fire them for lack of production, while they are going through an employment hurdle or a personal hurdle that doesn't come to work, but I can tell it definitely takes up a lot of emotional energy. I would have lost some really, really good leaders over the years. So we need to be attuned to how our employees are how our employees and team members are interacting with, with everything outside of family, life outside of work. So one of the things is look at people and are they getting overwhelmed? So you give them, uh, we, we track all of our phone calls. So we know exactly how many phone calls each of my team members can answer in an hour. We track all of our errors. So I have a general idea where people should be at error rate wise with all the orders that they put in. Now, if all of a sudden something drops off, this is a red flag to say, okay, something's wrong. Is it because they've checked out? Is it because they're all of a sudden on drugs? Is it all of a sudden they're worried about emotional things? Everyone's different. And maybe they're just tired. Maybe they need to just have a little bit of a break. But what we can do is we can talk about it and come up with some really creative ways of working with our team members. And what you'll find is if we can attune with our team members, they are going to be more loyal to our company and your company in the long run because you're not just a job. A job, you clock in, you clock out, you get your paycheck. That's it. What you want are you want team members that are invested into your company. And this means caring for the full person. So, part of this also is part of this also is understanding as we tune to our team members, we need to also understand what motivates them. Everyone's different. And a lot of people will say, well, money motivates me. And it's true. Money motivates a lot of us, but there's typically also an underlying, there is an underlying thing that will motiv- motivate certain team members and they some know it and can articulate it very well. That's really easy to help them and equip them and encourage them. Some people don't know what motivates them. Um, I've noticed a lot of my team members they need they need family their home life is very very dysfunctional and work at our business can be a very safe place for them so one of the ways of attuning to them is just encouraging hey you're doing great on your job this hey you, you nailed this they they might be going days without a compliment at home catch them doing something well and compliment them on it. And because they will be more apt to do what you compliment them again, because they want that compliment, but also they want to be valuable to your organization. Look at what motivates them. A lot of my real go-getters at work, they want to be promoted. So one of the things that we've been able to do is we have ATP training programs. We have senior team member and team lead training programs. Give them the opportunity to grow in your organization because I've seen it I I, I I've I've lost a few team members over the years because they thought the grass was greener on the other side. And what it was was the grass wasn't greener greener. I just did a lousy job of communicating how it was green within our organization. So make sure you're having good, constructive leadership talks with everyone within your organization, whether they're just a team member or a future CEO or COO of your organization. Everyone's different. And there's always kind of an ebb and flow of everything. So for example, ask someone, hey, how are you doing today? Now we're going to tune. We're going to hear their voice and then we're going to help them what the real problem is. And I'm not, you don't always have to go deep. Sometimes the real problem is this chart note does not work. And they know the chart note doesn't work. But you can say, hey, you know, that's really frustrating. I know you call doctor and I know you fax them. And I know you talk to the nurse. That's really frustrating when that happens. Um, and you might not have to do anything else except for, man, that stinks. What can be the hardest, though, is look at the missing dangers. Anytime you get hit out of left field and you miss something, look to see, is there something that you could have done that would have prevented that problem from happening? So with my HR at our company, one of the things that we do is we have a policy is if we ever let crazy in the door and we accidentally hire crazy, how did he or she get in the door? And what we do is we put a padlock on that door. Sometimes you can't prevent crazy. And sometimes they were totally sane when they started working for you and something happened in their personal life. So figure out how can you attune to that person and pick up on some unsaid things. And likewise, we need to look at some of our biases. I've said some sometimes to certain people, I don't think they'd be a very good person or I don't think they'd be a very good team member because of these Uh, behaviors that I thought I picked up in the interview process, but you know what? I was wrong. They knocked it out of the park because what some people are looking for on the outside, we try to look to the inside. Look at their heart. Look at their responses to questions. The number of team members that I've hired that look good on the interview because they were professionally dressed, had a great looking resume. You get to know them and they're just shallow. Where I have a number of other team members they were my third fourth fifth sixth choice in the interview process and it was only getting to know them asking asking appropriate questions such as hey why do you do what you do what is what is it that makes you tick why do you want to work with our customers and they'll tell you stories where they have taken care of their mom and their dad and now they want to give back because they want to be in the medical field as well too and the cool thing about home health care and DME is we don't have to have a college degree. We can get great CSRs without having a pre-med undegree at a major university. You want to know one of the most effective ways at growing and attuning with your team members and even teaching your team members how to become better attuned with customers. One of my favorite tools is 360s. If you don't know what a 360 is, just email me and I'll give you my 360 form that are that I use with all of our team members. And I've done this for the last four years in a row. And what a 360 is, it's an, 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 it is an anonymous survey that goes out to your entire organization. Now, it's one thing I keep it anonymous because people are more apt to tell you what they truly think if it's anonymous. And what we've done is we've even figured out how to do this anonymously on the internet. Because even if you have it Uh, Written down, you can track handwriting and other sorts of things like that. So, what we do is we have an anonymous survey that goes out to all of our team members, and uh, we've kind of structured it so it truly is anonymous. I have no idea who's reviewing me, and people are more honest if they know it can truly be anonymous. Now, there's some downsides to this as well, too, but what we've done is now that we're three to four years into this process, I can see some trends that are developing amongst my team members. What do they miss? Because sometimes uh, people have told me, hey, Eric, I told you that I was really frustrated with our Saturday schedule and who's working on Saturdays. And I've told you this three times and you've missed it all three times. Well, I thought it was addressed. I missed what they said. And they can be a little more blunt in a 360 on how that happens. Um, All of us have different streaks and weaknesses. So one of the great things we can do, get a legit... 360 review of not only yourself, but your entire organization. So this will help you at communicating with different different people. It will also help you teach your team members how they can better attune with who they're coaching and who they're interacting with. One of the fascinating things that I found about 360s is I will have some people say, Eric, you do a great job at leading meetings. And then I will hear another person say, Eric, I hate your meetings. Now help me with that. You're just, I got one review where they love my meetings and I have another review they don't like my meetings. Well, what it is, is we have different personalities. What floats one person's boat does not float another person's boat. Now this is exactly why we need different personalities within our store because we have different customers that come into our store. If you were to tell me, hey, Eric, we have the same customer that comes in, it's going to be a male who is a dominant personality. He's going to be between 60 and 70 years old. You can get by with one personality. But the research that I've seen, 10% of your customers coming into your store are going to be dominant. 25% are going to be highly influential. They're going to want a high five. Well, you don't give them a high five, but they're going to want to feel good about their purchase. 40% are your steady customers that come into the store and another 25% are highly compliant. Now we need to understand how are those customers coming in and how can we attune to them? Well, we attune to them by attuning to our team members and then we can attune to our customers. Now, here's the amazing thing. Once you learn how to attune with your team members, once you learn how to attune with your team leads, they will then pass this on to your team members. And once they can pass this on to your team members, they will invest in your customers. And this is how you get a self-sufficient medical supply where it really starts firing on all cylinders. Um, it's so fun to be part of the process. Now, if you were to ask me this five years ago, I would have been pulling my hair out because there were, there were cracks and kryptonite that was causing us not to function on all cylinders. But the neat thing is, is when you attune properly, you can tell by looking in the eyes of your team members as you lead meetings, are they engaged or not? So some of the, this is some of the ways I've done this is I will af- ask team members after meetings. So, hey, I shared that we were having a hard time getting appropriate documentation and follow-up for some of our CPAP machines. What do you think about that? well, some will just look at you in the, and, and be like, I have no idea. Some of my other team members, what I have implemented is not, are not ideas that I thought of. They're great ideas that my team members came up because they're the ones working these customers and compliance data and spending time in your software program. And they will come up with the idea is, if we could send customers a text message reminder, about their appointment ahead of time and remind them that this is the one thing we needed from their doctor's office so we could dispense their diabetic shoes now instead of next week they're going to do it so attuning is a skill attuning is a skill that it's going to take a long time to develop but it's also one of those things it's fun to attune to your customers. It's really fun to attune to your team members because really what you're doing is you're getting to know them better. And that's kind of what life's about. At the end of the day, if all you say, hey, here are my sales and here's what I've done. um, That's cool. But what if I were to tell you, hey, I have attuned to my team members better. I'm doing a better job leading my team members. They like working for us and we're taking better care of our customers. That's a win, win, win. And that's what we shoot to do. So, in summary, go out into the world this week and attune. Talk to your team members. Ask the follow-up question. If the body language doesn't coincide with what he or she told you, hey, follow up with it. And sometimes when you ask the question three times, the answer changes. Now, if it's the same one, hey, maybe it, it is what it is. So, go out into the world and attune. So, on next week's podcast... I have the privilege of having one of our vendors on the podcast and what she's going to tell us is what makes a great supplier and how should we talk to and work with one of our vendors. It's one of those things. You've got to take good care of our, your team members. You also have to take really good care of your vendors. In the meantime, reach out to us and uh, we are offering a free 30 minute intro to coaching. Uh, you just have to reach out to us on our website, send us an email. And here's the, here's the thing about coaching. Some people want more from life. Some people want peace of mind. Some people want security. Some people want more impact at work. And sometimes they want less. They want less confusion, less stress, less financial pressure. In general, the role of a coach can be to help help you as you lead others and really increase your quality of life really help you lead your business better. So um, whatever the individual reason, it starts with a stirring motivation within the coachee. So that's you. If you want to improve yourself, I would love to coach you and really kind of dial down on, hey, what are some of the pain points in your business and what can we do to fine tune things? And it's one of those things, I'm not just saying I know how to coach. I also run A business with real team members, with real customers, with real insurance companies that don't always make things easy. I'm here to come alongside you, encourage you, and really help you win. So reach out to us. We'd love to help you. But next week, we have a great vendor on the program and she's going to talk to us. Hey, what can we do to have a better relationship with our vendors? So until next week take very good care of your customers, take even better care of your team members, and I will see you on the other side of the DME apocalypse. This is Eric Michelson with DME Coach. Have a great week.